best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partners in crime, Brock Davis and Nate Green. Fellas, boys, how's it going? No, it's this. We're going to oh, yeah, we're chop. Not, we're chopping. The chop. We're chopping. We're not saluting. Saluting was a uh, World Team Baseball USA. Classic. How about Team this? USA. Yeah. You don't salute with your right, though, so or with your left, so it'd be. Uh, yeah, it'd be the other way. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Happy minor league opening day, except AAA, which is already. I was going to say, AAA started already. Nope. Still cancels minor league opening day to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> don't argue it. Uh, AAA started. But it's fine. Nate, you're going to be wrong today. You're going to be wrong. I'm just going to start it off that podcast, right? Start this Hopefully. podcast off with that right there. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Go ahead and follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Brockett, B-D-R-O-X-8, and Nate at NateGreen34. Don't forget to check us out at TalkingHalos.com. Supposedly, there will be some merch dropping in there pretty soon. Brock, you're going to get your face up there once Derek gets me all the logins, I promise. I've lost the logins, but I will get you on there. Uh, along with all our writers, too. Um, I should throw this out there, too. Writers. Any writers out there? You got a friend that's a writer, wants to get his name out there. Everybody's got to start somewhere. That's where I started. That's where Taylor started. 
that's where speaking of Taylor, got a first question from him. We're going to go straight forward. I know you love that one. Oh Nate. my gosh. Yep. Um, uh, that's where everybody started. I and thought we blocked that guy. No, no, no. We didn't block him. <laughs> we didn't block him. Uh, but yeah, we're looking for writers. Go ahead and actually, you guys can go ahead and message myself, Jared underscore Tim's on Twitter. Go ahead and do that. Um, love to get you guys writing a little bit, maybe on the podcast every once in a while. Got to get the guys that are writing right now. Diego doing a fantastic job. So if you guys yeah, we need want- to get you to pick up your flag and put it right behind you, right behind your face. Selfless plug for you as well. So we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't even build them anymore. Uh, it's gonna, It'll probably go right about there. So hey, as long as you can see it. All right. All right. Let's get on. We asked some. We asked some fan. We got some fan mail coming our way. I love doing this. It's a lot of fun. First one comes from friend of the show, guest of the show, the world famous Taylor Blake Ward. He says, cracks his fingers, build an outfield of NASCAR drivers, including platoon option in right field. You guys don't have to answer this. I'm going to go straight for it because I did a little bit of research. I did. Well, they know like four like actual guys, so it wouldn't have gone well. It's it's okay. I, I I got I got one here. Carl Edwards is my left fielder. Mark Martin is my center fielder. Denny Hamlin is my right fielder, though I feel like Denny Hamlin should be my center fielder and Taylor. Uh, that was that was actually one that I was going to say. Yeah. So yeah. Denny there. Um and then sneaker, sneak sneak pick here. Sneak pick. Um, I think he's retired now, but yeah, maybe he's not. Jimmy Johnson as my platoon veteran outfielder there thought about putting tony stewart but i don't think he counts anymore so taylor keep him coming chase elliott count you 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 didn't platoon him with someone no no that's my okay fine that's my that's your platoon then in right field there you go taylor congratulations another nascar question down all right all right love getting those questions from taylor Uh, let's go ahead and get this rolling here first one first question of the day Let's not make these too long because we got a lot. I want to work through these here. First one comes from Griffin Canning, 2025. Cy Young. Want to throw this one out there first because I know you weren't looking at that one, Nate. He says, will I be good this year? I, as in Griffin Canning, on rehab tonight. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. How about simple yes, no for, for Griffin Canning? Actually, yes, no, if we see him on the Major League roster this year. Because I don't know if we see him. Yes. Start with Okay. All right, Nate. Yes, straight for you. Brock, do we see him on the Major League roster this year? Yes. Yes. Okay. I agree with you guys on that. I think we see him at some point in some capacity. Um, I'm always holding out hope for him as well. Former second round pick. The stuff is good. Just needs to learn how to be a pitcher and stay healthy as well. Um, We've seen glimpses of him being really freaking good. And then there's been glimpses of him not as good. So um, I'll say maybe he'll be good. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What a cop out answer. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Next, yes or no? He answers maybe. Oh, he went the he went the old Michael Scott from my office fans. He went yes, yes, yes. Uh, All right. Next question in a front office question here. Didn't didn't think I was going to go this route with it, Nate. I'll start with you. Grade John Carpina. And this has to do. This has to do with. We don't like speaking about it. No, I know. Sam Blum um, getting kicked off of off the radio. We don't want to talk about it though, because it's not it's not what we do. But great Carpino, John Carpino, president of uh, of the Angels. I, it, it's hard not to give him a D. Honestly, mm, uh, rephrase that. It's hard not to give him a D plus. <laughs> there you go. D plus. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, D plus. I, D plus as well is kind of kind of rough. You, you know. You know. But yeah. I, 
I don't know, like, what does he do well? What does he do well? I, I really don't know. Uh, he's Artie's friend. He does whatever Artie says. That's great. Um, I think the good. I think the good thing about John Carpino is ninety nine percent of the time he stays out of the media. Okay, we don't hear, we don't hear about him, right? Like, and that's yeah, but, kind of the point. That's kind of the whole thing of being uh, an exact in the front office is if you don't hear about somebody, it's probably a good thing, right? Like, or you're getting not necessarily. Well, I mean. You hear about an owner. What's the only thing you hear when it comes to owners in baseball? They don't spend enough. They don't do this. They don't yeah, do that. They don't worry about their minor but leagues. So. You, you hear about the Mets owner, and that's all good stuff. Depending on he's, who you're talking he, to. Yeah, he spends too much money. He, he wants to win too much. And, so Nate's you know. giving John Carpino the D. Um, <laughs> you're welcome for that. Brock, we're on a weird one right now. Um, yeah, not normal was... for this podcast, for sure. Go ahead, Brock. What are you grading John Carpino right now? I'll just go C. C. That's not minus, not plus. Kind of indifferent. I like that he's not, he's kind of out of the media, like you said. Hopefully that's a good thing. Um, but honestly, like I feel like I don't really hear a lot about other teams' presidents either. Like I, th- I think it's mainly just because the the limelight or the the negative or positive attention is mainly focused on the owners themselves and like the rest of the front office. I don't want to say gets left out to dry, but I think people don't think about him as often. Um, And sometimes I'm even like, Oh yeah, John Carpino, like sometimes just because he's not out there in the media, like it's always Artie and Perry, like it's only ever them two. So see. I, um, from a business standpoint, again, like like we've liked what our Artie has done business wise, creating what the Angels, in a sense, have kind of been. Um, business wise, I do like what John Carpino has done. Um, to be honest, I don't mind John. You know, he's 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 a baseball guy. He's been around for a long time. Uh, you can thank him for the Albert Pujols thing, uh, which got the Angels actually a lot of money. Um, so. What whatever you want to whatever you want to do and say about that, I have no issue with John. Um, so I think he's he's a good guy in general, a good businessman, and you know just kind of does what he's supposed to do. So, but good he question. does block from getting a actual president of baseball ops. Then kind of, and, and that that's a, why that's big... why you saw that's why you hear D for me because I'm going baseball ops direction, thinking that like he could block from a baseball ops standpoint, which would have given us. A guy like um... I, I look. I look at John Carpino as being more of like the CEO of the Angels. You know, making a lot of those executive. I'm decisions. just saying, title wise. That's yeah, why, yeah, yeah. That's no, why I, I agree. I'm upset with like not having someone in charge of um, Perry, and it's it just goes already Perry. I think there should be someone in between, but that's just me. That's fine. No, I I, I agree. I think we've said this a lot. Like president of baseball ops. Somebody like you know a Dom Dom or Dombrowski or somebody like Dave that. Dombrowski, yeah, like Dombrowski, somebody like that. Mm, uh, yeah, you do hear about Dave a lot. Yeah, in good ways too. I mean, dude, look what he's done in Philly. So I would gladly take what the Phillies have done. Um, yep. So absolutely, I like that. Yeah. With that being said, not too many John Carpino questions. So I mean, I, I guess the fact that we're talking about him is is a little bit interesting. So next question comes from Jay Cano, I believe. Yep. Um, what Positional talent do the Angels currently lack in the farm system? I'll just leave it at that. Nate, it looks like you have an answer. Go ahead. Positional. Yeah, there. 
I, I still think it's catcher. Um, Ooh, I think that, I was yeah, that too. I, I, I know Kiro Edgar Kiro is, is a fan favorite right now. I know he's wanting to be in the top 100, but when you really look at catcher from the major league level all the way down to low A, it is question marks all over the place. It's a lot of guys that, um, defensive first, not really going to be able to hit. And then you got Kiro, who you've got me and you have questions about can he catch? Um, he, yeah, like, he should be able to hit, but can he catch at a major league level? So I think catcher is a big issue for the Angels. Obviously, Logan Ohapi has been huge in helping fill that hole, but it is a one-man uh, – it's it's literally one guy. Matt Dice is not a catcher. Um, we pay a lot of money for Stassi to be um, as, as poor of a hitter as he is, but not the worst backup in the world. Um, but yeah, you look at some of the guys that you, you even like, and you, and you'll even say like, not really the most offensive, uh, really good defender, really good guy, but not the most offensive. And it's like, you're talking about these guys as like a 70 WRC plus in the bigs, which is backup catcher material. Yep. That's fine. Brock, totally understand. You don't know, you don't watch the minors a lot. So if you don't have an mm-hmm. answer, that's fine. I don't. Uh, that's that. Yeah, and that, that's, that's totally fine with me. Um, I actually think it's starting pitching. As weird as that sounds, I don't think they have a lot no, of starting fair. pitching depth. We lo- we talk a lot about these guys who are like big the big arms. It's the one and two good pitches. A lot of these starting pitchers, I feel like, lack a really good third pitch, which is why, personally, like a lot of people don't have Mason Erla very high. I have Mason Erla high because he has three pitches. Same thing with Kai Bush. It's that three-pitch mix that you know he can throw for strikes, and those guys – get a lot gain a lot more attention for me rather than the than the reliever types. You know, you look at a guy like Chase Silseth who has two pretty good out pitches but doesn't have a fastball, needs to work on needs to work on that. Sam Bachman, he's got the fastball and the two sliders. He needs a, another third, maybe fourth pitch there technically to be good as I'm going through my my um top prospect list here. Ben Joyce is a straight reliever. Um Caden Dana, we mentioned on our last podcast, very interesting. Jake Madden, who's starting tonight in Inland Empire, very interesting. To see, it'll be interesting to see what I he. Is Griffin? Is Griffin high? high tomorrow, in... tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Sorry. Oh, tomorrow. Okay, sorry. Madden, sorry. sorry. That was before. Sorry, Madden. Actually, Madden might come in after Canning. Tonight. Okay, I, I was gonna say. I thought I saw Griffin Canning was the starter. Tonight. Ma- Madden was supposed to be the opening day starter, and then I mean, sorry to go to go down a little bit more here. Like Walbert Urena is one as a one-two pitch guy. It's fastball changeup slider in the works you know like a lot of these guys are reliever mold i don't think they have a lot of for sure starters it's a weird thing to say i know they've they've developed a lot of good pitching lately but i just don't i think it's a lot of that bullpen you know type of guys um so it'll be really interesting to see this year uh farm system wise what they what they do so you uh, can also always go off script too with like corner infielders like yeah you know like but we're we're trying to stay up the middle like the yeah. the main prospect wise that you're really looking for but you could always go first those, up, those up the middle guys expand though like you get a center oh, field absolutely more than likely absolutely. Play three positions um yeah like jeremiah like jackson could play third all jeremiah those things, jackson yes. play the outfield exactly like we see you get what i'm there. saying yeah yeah so that, that that's where i stand there um so Good question. Interesting question. Love talking about the farm. So always, always happy for that. Is uh, Anthony Rendon's suspension over? Um, one more. I don't think so. One more. They game. only played th- three games because they got reduced. They played four, three I think against they played Seattle. Three. It's he's got one. Can he get announced? This is this is actually 
question in what well, kind of a question? Can he get announced an opening day for the Angels or opening night? Home I opening? would assume yes. Okay, I think he's got to yeah, be. Yeah, I would. I would think so. I think he's got to be out of the dugout by first pitch. I think is what it is. I don't know. I, I'd have to look. I think it's out of the dugout by first pitch and can't be in the dugout at all. He can be in the lock. He can be in the clubhouse, I believe. That's possible. I don't know. I don't know what it. I'm to be honest. I don't know. What I think that's right because I feel like I remember yeah. hearing something back in the not Angels players, but people that were suspended from a fight watching the game in the clubhouse. Like I feel like that's a pretty normal thing. Yeah, from from one from a game, but I like when a guy gets suspended. No, like when you're suspended, out. you have to legit be uh, out of the clubhouse by opening by first pitch. By first so oh, I, even out of the I, clubhouse. Yeah, yeah so he actually, probably goes up into a booth or something like that. Probably still. Gets yeah, so out. I don't think he's allowed to be. Oh, now that you know. say that, I don't think he's allowed to be uh, mentioned. But interesting thing to think about. It's fine. I don't think it's ever. I don't know if it's really ever happened before. It's kind of interesting. Tatis? Pretty early in the season, I'm sure it has, but early in the season, so. Tatis? He wasn't. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like he was, down, he was down in AAA. I don't think he was traveling with the club because of all that. So, but yes. All right, we got one. Got got a good one here. This might be a conversation mm-hmm. here, Nate. I think this is the one that you wanted to wanted to talk about here. This comes from our boy D Achoa. It's early, I know. However, who do you predict being available to help boost L- the Angels' rotation come July? If in contention, that's part one of the question. So without a, tr- let's answer that first. And then we'll get on to the second part of the question. Who do we see? We just talked about it. I don't think the angels have a lot rotation wise to bring up a guy like Kai Bush. Maybe, maybe if we see Sam Bart Bachman starting to pitch late in the games, yeah. Silseth. Silseth, maybe. Yes. Anning possible. C-Rod maybe, but I think he's sticking to the bullpen. I think he's a reliever. I think you got to, if, if I think the Angels' rotation is okay, can play. I think if that's the case, I think that you need to go out and make a trade for a starter, and that gets a lot more difficult. Though there are a lot of guys on one year, or that that starting pitching crop next year is supposed to be pretty decent, if I'm not mistaken. Hitting not great, pitching good. But the problem with those legit pitchers that are going to be free agents, they're on teams that are going to win that are going to win ball games. You know, like. You, you look at Julio Rios is going to be one of the top guys available. Corbin Burns, both those guys are supposed to be in the playoff race. I'm not saying the Brewers are going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be a team that thinks they have a shot come July or August, most likely. Um, Cincinnati, who's there? Pittsburgh, who's there? Not, not really. So I came. I I wrote down some names. Um, you actually came prepared. I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Lucas Giolito, because who knows where the White Sox are going to be. It's the last year of his contract. He becomes an interesting guy. Uh, Jack Flaherty in that same mold. Like, we both think St. Louis is going to make the make the playoffs, but what happens if somebody gets hurt there? Uh, Jack Jack could be throwing the ball well. He's, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He's a possible. Um, and then you go to the Red Sox. You know, they got Sale and Kluber. Sale would be available. I don't think it would cost that much because he's going to cost a lot of money, but then that gets you over the luxury tax and things like that. And that probably takes you out of the Corbin Burns, Julio Rios, uh, Jack Flaherty, all those type of guys sweepstakes in the off season, especially if you get Shohei Otani. If you don't get Shohei Otani, it probably just replaces that number. So I don't know there. Can I just sign uh, Shohei Otani, the pitcher? Let the hitter walk. Sure, sure. Okay. This isn't Yahoo Fantasy Baseball, but okay. Um, 
Corbin Burns, obviously, if if the Brewers aren't in it, Corbin Burns is a possibility. And then you're looking at Trevor Rogers. You're probably going to have a couple Marlins that are their names are going to be thrown around because the Marlins still would like some offense. Um, maybe Herman Marquez. I think the window is closed on him. I think you waited too long. I wanted him two years ago when the contract was still good. Now it's like last year of his deal. There's really no point. And then maybe an Alex Wood, Alex Cobb, giant, giant type of arm, Sean Manaya. Uh, I don't think those guys move the needle for me. I think it really, and you have Zachary Hughes is going to be available too because Kansas City's probably not going to be in it. Um, but I, I really think Giolito, Flaherty, Sale are are the three that could be available that would make a major difference for the Angels. Brock, of that list, you got anybody that stands out to you? What's funny is that I, I'm, it's funny you mentioned Granky at the end because for some reason in my head, that was like one of the first ones that popped up of like the Angels would trade for him this year. Not that I would want it, but for some reason that would just popped up in my head. So you trade said Giolito, Sale, and Flaherty were the three you said? Up the front, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those three for sure would be most impactful. I mean, that list is so long on the other, on the other end of who could potentially be available, you know? Corbin Burns would be, would be pretty sweet, but like, I'm almost in a way of like, I don't know what the second part of this question is. This might be part of the second part, but who would you give it, up for somebody like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not, that's not what I was going to say. I, I I was thinking this is, he isn't a starter, but who popped up in my head was David Bednar is who popped up in my head. He's on Pittsburgh. They're not going to be in contention. And based off, I mean, obviously it's always so hard right now because it's such a small sample size, but Dude, I'm I'm early liking, in the, season, I'm liking the pitching right now. Yeah, early in the season, it's almost like let's see who is available in the bullpen. Yep. The, right. That's where the Angels have internal options too. So it's like I don't know. You don't know who's going to be available starting pitching wise. By the way, I don't think I don't know if the Angels have enough to get Corbin Burns to be honest. Like, well, I think, and, I and at he's that so point, good that at that point, if you're if you're trying to trade for Corbin Burns in July or August, you just say let's try and sign him in the offseason. If we well, miss out on Otani, if they're There's trying. No, there's I, no point to try and go get him unless unless you're going to be able to get him on like a a decently cheap trade deal, which the Brewers aren't gonna do. Well what if what if what if the Angels are up by 10 games in the West and you wanna just solidify that rotation and say, hey, Shohei, you know, we want to win a World Series this year, whether you're with us or not in the future, there's a chance to win the World Series. Uh Shohei Otani, Corbin Burns, Patrick Sandoval, Reed Detmers. And uh, Tyler Anderson is that fifth guy. That's kind of fun, you know. Like yeah, I, I don't think they're there. I don't think they're but, there. Obviously, but do the but... Brewers? Do the Angels really have what the Brewers want? The, the Brewers are pretty loaded know. in the outfield. They've got a bunch of young outfielders, which is, yeah, you know, which is the position the Angels would be able to give up. You've mentioned it already. They don't have a lot of starting pitching depth. It's a it's a lot of bullpen pieces. So it would really depend on what the Brewers. Do the Brewers think Sam Bachman is Josh Hader, or do they think he's, you know, Corbin Burns 2.0 or Brandon Woodruff? Uh, th- those are the questions that would have to get answered. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I you don't think know, it, you don't know, you don't way, know what the Brewers like or don't like. No, it, it becomes way too hard of a yeah. question, especially thinking it's, impo- just, it's impossible to predict yes. trades like that. Yes. So, um, yeah, I know I, I'm with you. I, I don't know. Starting pitching wise, I think bullpen makes more sense in July if the Angels are in it. I think the pitching, they're they're okay there. You know, like yeah, unless you get an injury or two late, 
like in that July area. But I think you kind of ride with this starting pitching and say, hey, like Chase Silseth, if we need you, you know, some spot starts from a guy like Chris Rodriguez. Or like I said, Sam Bachman is is a guy there too. You know, not great options, I don't think. But if it came down to it, you can you can you know pull it off, or just throw a five man rotation out there. I mean, you might not cool. even need that six starter. So, and honestly, thinking about it too, like if the Angels are needing a starting pitcher, they're probably not in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you can. There's a couple different things you can think of. Like you need that fifth. Like Jose Suarez pitched to a six ERA. You, Probably you're need, probably not but, winning games when he starts, and you're probably not winning games when the six guy starts. So then, that's what I'm saying. You're losing. Maybe you're kind of turning negative Nate for me here. So I'm just saying, like early. starting starting early. pitching is really hard to trade for if if the pitching pitches to what they're supposed to. The bullpen is where the real issues are going to come up. And we saw and we saw it last year bullpen wins World Series. I don't want. We're over this. We're over this conversation. Closer, we're on to the next closer, closer, closer. Bullpen, bullpen wins, wins a uh, world. Yeah, Series. Ryan Presley, the closer. Thank you. Next question. Easy one, quick one. Which prospect do you think will get called up first, and when? Brock, I'll start with you. Just pick your favorite prospect on Rocket City. Well, doesn't have to be, I guess. Hmm. Not very many prospects there, though. Two and a half. You think, three? think Adam? You think Adams gets called up first? Uh, well, I was thinking Adele still technically counts as a prospect in some people's eyes. Oh, you yeah. have Adams. Oh, sorry, it's Does still Joyce Seth. still count as count. a let's, prospect? Let's, yes, Joyce is. Yes. Let's not. Yeah, I, w- I would say Joyce. Joyce. Okay. I think Joyce is going to be first. I would probably agree yeah. with you there. Yeah, as that's well. I think. I think just straight across the board, I agree with you on that. Trying to any way that anybody else gets called up, and I don't. I don't see it. Plus, I feel like it's hard, like right now that we're basing that off of Leave off of Soto. need and off of performance. The other ones I feel like are going to be mainly based off of potential injuries. But like, I mean, somebody gets hurt. You know I mean? If somebody gets hurt in the infield, it's probably Levon Soto, right? And technically, I guess that would be your first prospect you bring up. Technically, maybe you bring up Velasquez, but I think is Velasquez still on the forty man? Yeah, he is. So yeah, he let's is. go, Joyce. I'm I'm full agreement. Yeah, Joyce is the answer. Joyce makes Joyce makes sense to me. Could be pitching right now, for all I know. Um. Speaking of Ben Joyce, I'm not going to ask, ask that question. Sorry, Anthony, if you're listening to this, it's the same question. <laughs> uh, basically, a Ben Joyce there question. Fun question here. Understanding that it's only one start, how long before Tucker Davidson replaces Jose Suarez as the fifth starter? Nate, I'm going to make you wait wait there because I know you love both those starting pitchers so much. Jose Medina, thanks for the question. Brock, what do you got? Based on what I've seen from both, I still think the upside on Jose Suarez is better than Davidson. So I think it's going to take, I think it's going to take a lot for them to pull the trigger and and replace Gordito for Tucker. But I feel like it's just, it's so hard to answer these. Like it's one start, you know, it's just, it's hard to tell, you know, Corbin Burns has looked horrible in two games. Like he has like a plus nine ERA in two starts. So it's like, we're given Jose Suarez, who's not even close to the caliber of level of Corbin Burns, a hard time for one bad start against a good team, might I add. So Seattle's got a good good lineup for sure. Now, he has a horrible start against Oakland, a little bit of a different discussion. But even then, it's like, well, would Tucker had performed any better against Seattle? <laughs> Seattle's got a good lineup. 
Yeah, we didn't see Davidson uh, out of the bullpen, I don't think, in the Seattle series, which probably a good thing. I don't know. I'm going to be honest mm. there. Probably indifferent there. Um, yep. Nate, before I get to get get to you because i know you want to talk about this so much. oh yes this is this is one that i'm super excited about is your favorite one we're gonna have to make a shirt says no to jose suarez or something like that Uh, probably not not. um i'm indifferent here i don't think i think suarez pitches fine i think you know he's made the necessary changes i think that uh that harder slider is really interesting throwing a throwing the slider about three miles an hour harder i think it's going to make a big difference the change up is really good that's the third pitch that he's been missing and he actually needs to start throwing that change up a little bit more i know perry and staff get a little get a little uh slider happy but his change up was his out pitch in the minors every time i i, I every every start that i would watch from him it was the change up so um he needs to get back to get back to that and also add in the slider. I think if he goes more of that 33-33-33 um, with all those pitches and kind of, you know, even maybe stays away a little bit more from the fastball, works slider change up a little bit more, I think that helps him out um, down the road. So one start, don't panic, but uh, it'll be interesting. Nate, go ahead. Take it away, big guy. Press, press the panic button now on Suarez. Um, no, seriously, I, I'm not a big fan of either of the guys, so, so I'm, I'm not – exactly thrilled with either option i know um i i don't think davidson brings anything that jose suarez doesn't i think this is the area where you would need a starting pitcher if suarez can't can't figure out and davidson isn't the guy this is you know where you would need to go get a starting pitcher but yeah i i don't see davidson taking over for suarez um i just I can see both of them not pitching good and seeing Silseth or Cannon get the nod. That that's where I would that's go. I, was I wouldn't go Davidson. Yeah, with the way you were explaining, I was like, I could see Canning over Canning or Silseth being the guy, depending on how Silseth does in AAA. So, yeah, I I'm not big on either of these guys. I think that you know, there's a lot of these type of pitchers out there, but you know, Is that it. That's all you got. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm super proud yeah. of you. So. We'll leave the last question for the end. That'll probably be our starting question on the next one. So we'll we'll kind of see how that we'll see how that goes, guys. So as always, Nate, you got something to say? It looks like no, good. no. You good? Uh-uh. I didn't. I did look, and uh, Ben Joyce did. He is not in the game yet. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. He had to get there. So we'll see if he's the ninth inning guy this year. Or Tor- er- Erla threw the ball well, though. Good to Nine see. Thank you for Erla. So. Uh, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast here talking. Hey, let's go ahead and subscribe wherever you are listening. Again, don't forget to shoot me a message on Twitter if you guys if you know anybody that wants to write or want to write for talkinghalos.com. More than happy to get your guys' name out there for you guys. Um, and with all that being said, go ahead and follow myself on Twitter, Jenner Square Tim's Brock at BDROX8 and Nate and Nate Green34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.